Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Rob Parker. Parker. No, it is not Rob Parker. It is the aforementioned George Reister. And we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com Studios, TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this right here, the odd couple, is the way sports talk radio should be. And as you heard, Rob Parker is off this week. So filling in for him is my man, George Reister. George, what's up, brother? What up, man? Hey, man, it is good to be back over here in the odd couple. It feels this this seat is warm. It feels feels good. It feels like home. Man, look, don't worry. I know you've been fretting. I was on your radio show last week. 
And I know you've been fretting all week because, you know, you stepping into the arena. Rob G was in the arena <laughs> last week, and, and it was it was ugly. All right, on Friday, I, I, I roughed him up a little bit. And you've been here before, and so you know how this goes. But um, Hey, I'm just letting you I'm know. I'm going to be hospitable, I, I hope man. You got I'm going to treat you right. Pants on. I hope you got your big boy <laughs> pants on because today at the end, I mean, you will you will be looking like Ryan Garcia over oh, over wow. in the corner okay. after these verbal punches you're going to take today. Speaking of which, you mentioned now we're on Zoom and it'll be on YouTube later. Where what where are you? You at your crib, like on the, literally on your couch, just chilling. <laughs> I'm in my studio. I, I'm I'm in my studio. So um, yes, I'm I'm in my wow. studio. I do have a couch in my studio. This ain't a casting couch, but this is a studio. <laughs> and um, I'm actually actually I think I'm gonna move because I because I because I want my other background on, on here for the rest of the stuff. So when we go to commercial break, I think I'm gonna move that way. You can see what's what's really going on they, the, the background there will let you know the energy i'm bringing today okay all right well look i'm glad you're excited all right i just hope you're that excited when it's all said and done because it can get rough up in here in these i couple streets speaking of which <laughs> let's introduce the i couple crew super producer rob g of course in the house he did an admirable job of filling in for rob last friday uh, we have got Mark Ramsey on the ones and twos. He's filling in for DJ Alex Tyshirt. And on the updates, as usual, our man Steve DeSager. Um, speaking of body blows, speaking mm. of uh, being treated badly, speaking of getting a comeuppance, how about them Lakers? How about them Lakers? And George Reister just happens to be Lakers fan number one. So I'm just going to throw it out there, George. The series is 3 or 3-0, however you want to look at it. Lakers being shut out, heading into tonight's game, um, on the verge of being swept. And I want to ask you, as a Laker fan, have the Nuggets just proven to everyone that they are the superior team? And is that why the Lakers are down 3-0? No, absolutely they, not. They haven't proven they're the no, superior hold, team? Uh, I, they listen. You don't prove that you are this. You, you do not prove that you are the superior team until you close the job. Right? The job's not finished. If if they close the job, then yes, yeah. they would have proven yeah. that they are the superior team. The only time that you that I will ever say because sometimes people will say, "Oh, the better team didn't win." No, the better team always wins in, in a series, unless it's like Toronto and and the and the Warriors in the championship a few years ago because in- the Warriors had Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson hurt. So aside from that sort of circumstance, have the Nuggets been better so far? Yes, but in Game Two. So- the Lakers gave that game away. They gift wrapped oh, that game, oh. and in Game One, if they didn't come out playing playing uh playing horrible in the, I mean, they just didn't show up. But truth be told, Chris, their problem with the Lakers is twofold. Number one, a lack of defensive intensity, just consistently, too many times loose balls hit the ground, and dare I say. 
because I'm a huge LeBron guy. LeBron is not giving enough energy on the defensive wow. end. I, I, what? I, what? Wow. All right. Hey, look, I, I got to set you, some things You straight. are supposed First to be. First of all, you're sitting here on your couch in suburban Los Angeles <laughs> talking about, oh, the Lakers didn't do this. The Lakers didn't do that. The Lakers just haven't Hold brought on. it. Well, but but you do have to nuggets? give credit. How you do have them? to give credit. No, you do have to give credit to the Nuggets. Hold up, hold up. I guess Jamal Murray dropping 23 points in the fourth Ugh. quarter, had, they, that, they gave him that. They gave him those open shots. Is that what you say? Uh, oh, I guess Denver just came out in the is, Lakers in game one, and the Lakers just happened, happened to be sleepwalking. Wow, who, who could have thought? That in game Hold one on. of the Western Conference They're, Finals, they don't come out into no Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon, and Kentavious Caldwell Pope, and so on and so forth. Michael Porter Jr. and S. Michael Malone are putting it on your boys. They are. It's Hold as on. simple as that. I don't uh, no, no, it is not as simple as that. It is not as simple as that, Chris. First thing. They are putting it on y'all. <laughs> hey, the you don't the step nuggets, into the arena. Boss. The Nuggets you ain't deserve solo no more. The Nuggets deserve credit because they are the man in the arena. And and I, and I will say that that some of the shots that they made in the end of game one, and then Jamal Murray made at the end of game two, and then Jokic hitting that shot right before the 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 third quarter ended. I'm I and I'm a Believe oh, it that the math the always starts banking math. in a three. Yeah. Oh, that, no, that no, was no. Skill. I totally agree. That with was that. skill. Yes. Is that is that I'm a believer <laughs> that the math always maths, right? That the math always maths. That eventually these high percentages that over the course of a series They don't just shoot better than y'all. But that but at the they end do, of the day, actually. Jamal Murray has been unconscious. This dude has been the version of himself that prior to the ACL that he that he scored 50 in what, in, he in, in, in the playoffs. He is he is completely flat out underrated. However, and and do I believe I believe that this series should be 2-1 Nuggets. Because it doesn't, it doesn't it's mean that the that the Nuggets have not played shoulda, well. Woulda, coulda. It just you means, know what? I in, in addition I to the, been in the NBA, I mean, it, what? No, Chris, they down in addition, 3-0. and you, 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 if you're being honest, Chris, you will tell the folks that even though the Nuggets have been playing fantastic basketball, they have been clutch. They have been hitting shots. All of those things. You can also say at the same time that the Lakers that they have had defensive lapses, particularly in transition defense, and they, they have not played been, with they, the sense of urgency that they need defense. to be. This is who they are. They're not a good transition defensive team. They're a good half court defensive team. I, that is that is the point. They can't Chris. run with these boys, and and they continuously. So they have had a lot of success when they get the ball into the post and just keep running it in there to the to the basket time and time again, and then kick it out for wide open threes. But then after they make a make a run, they get back to this. Oh, let's shoot just random three pointers again. No, keep driving it. Do the Marshawn Lynch over and over and over. Over. You're talking about the Lakers. Well, yes. Here, 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 first of all, let me let me 
show you what the problem is defensively. And the Lakers are a very good team. I actually thought going in they would win the series. But they have feasted, and I'm not blaming them, um, but it's just a fact. They beat up on a couple of teams in the first two rounds that were unbalanced and broken. Okay? Memphis, unbalanced because they can't really shoot the three very well by NBA standards. Correct. So all they did was want to attack the rim, play right into Anthony Davis's hands. And they're broken because Steven Adams, Brandon Clark were injured, and, of course, the mess John Moran is going through and putting his team through. And then Golden State, they were unbalanced because they didn't want to attack the rim. They were the opposite. They just want to shoot long jumpers, threes. Well, they right? tried to attack the rim. Broken. Every time they attacked the rim, Anthony well, Davis but, was playing right. wax on, but wax so, off. So they stayed away for the most part. And they're broken because, as Steve Kerr and Draymond Green and others have said, they never recovered emotionally from that punch, that sucker punch of Jordan Poole. Now, however, they are facing a team that is balanced and whole. Balanced because Jokic will put you on his backside on the block and wear you out. And because in addition to that, they also can drain threes. Now, yes, they're shooting 41% from three, which is abnormal, but not that abnormal because they shot 38% during the season. One of the top five three-point yeah. shooting teams in the league, regular season and playoffs. But So they have the full package offensively, and they push it in transition. And then emotionally, they're whole because they've been healthy for the most part. Their coach is good. The players are have chemistry. And so, look, I, I'm not saying they're wildly better than the Lakers, but they are the better team. You're, the games have been fairly close, yep. but in addition to them just being a balanced and whole team, their, their stars have been stars when it counted yep. in the fourth and, quarter. And, right? uh, and uh, here's, game, here, here's game the question one, I got I for mean, you, though, that Chris. was a comeback. It was a blowout, and then the Lakers came back. But game two – Jamal Murray, 23 in the second in the fourth quarter. Yep. Game three, uh, Nikola Jokic, 15 in the fourth quarter. AD has eight points in the last two fourth quarters. Yep. LeBron has scored about seven points every fourth quarter, which is fine, but he hasn't been able to take over. So and here's he's made the, here, some bad here's the question for you. Untimely errors yes. or bad shots. So here, here's the question I got for you, Chris. The better team so far. Here's the question I got for you, Chris. Because We've been watching LeBron play really good basketball, right? Like efficient, some of the During more this, efficient uh, series. Yes, yes, yes no, yes. no, yes, and throughout he's, the uh, he's playoffs, been, he's played well. He hasn't yeah. played LeBron, correct? But he's so, played well. So my, so so my question is: Is LeBron now? Are we watching LeBron be old, or are we watching LeBron be be hurt? Because well, we will. Because, you know what? That's a great question, and we will get to that right around the corner after this commercial break. It is Chris Broussard and George Reister in for Rob Parker, the odd couple, Fox Sports Radio. 
Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, it is the Odd Couple, Chris Broussard, George Reister is in for Rob Parker. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount 
by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place is a beautiful thing. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. My man, George Reister, check him out weeknights on Mad Dog Sports Radio from 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific time. 10 p.m. Pacific to midnight Pacific. The show is called Reister or Wrong. And right now, he's wrong because he tried <laughs> to blame the Lakers' 3 deficit on the Lakers. When I'm saying, nah, bro, the Nuggets are simply taking it to the Lakers. Lakers could do some now, things better, but you, the Nuggets are, are making right, them though, Chris. You are right that Thank the Nuggets, you. like, that, that you can't have this discussion without giving the Nuggets credit, right? But you also have to say that this Lakers team, which is much different after the trade deadline, that they are not playing up to their potential at this point. They've they've taken bad shots. I don't know. Shots. I mean, is, is Austin Reeves' potential more than 22 points a game? No. He's playing away. Hey, hey, I've never hey, seen Austin Reeves play so hey, well. Hey, he is. He looks – he feels like the definition of a guy who has – who has just like worked on his game, developed his game, and become a new player. I mean, he He's he looks like somebody good, that that decided I'm going to be a good dude. Yeah, no, twenty two point seven points, six assists, four boards, on fifty five percent shooting overall, fifty six percent from three. He's playing very well. Rui Hachimura. I don't know. Is this potential more than 17 points a game? He's shooting 50% from the floor himself. Like, yeah, but how does that I, happen, though, well. Chris? How does that happen? That's the, I, I actually believe that LeBron finally letting people, you know, letting go of the reins a yep. little bit, and, and they're playing with a ton of confidence, and they've been making shots over and over and over again. I actually see these dudes being able to – like if I'm if I'm the Lakers, I don't care how much it costs. Austin Reeves has to come back because he's oh, playing no, like a guy no, no he's who can who is a legitimate NBA player, not just because he's playing with LeBron and AD. He looks no, like a guy. Look, he he's he's definitely a keeper. There's no question about it. Uh, but that's my point: is that this talk about the Lakers not playing up to their potential. Well, I mean, Austin Reeves playing above his head. Rui Hachimura playing above his head. And so you asked me a question, is this an older version of LeBron that we're watching or an injured version of LeBron? I Look, I know he's got the banged up foot, but I'm not going to put a ton of stock in. I'm not going to put like the blame on the foot. If you're that injured, I don't think you can go 40 minutes a night every yeah. other night throughout the playoffs. So I think he's one of many guys who have who were banged up to some degree. And so um, I think, and I've said this for the past couple of years, that LeBron is still a great player, still a top 10 player, made third team All-NBA, but he isn't able to impact and dominate the game like he used to. And one of the reasons he has taken the reins, you know, let go of the reins, as you put it, is because he can't control the ball, control the tempo, and essentially dictate every offensive possession of his team anymore. He can't do that anymore. Yeah. 
It is and much I actually more, like it this is version to, of LeBron, as you said, who's fitting into the system rather than being the system. I think yeah. some of that, but I think that's out of necessity because and, and he recognizes that the other guys can actually create some stuff on their own too. He hasn't Chris, always and it's had hard that. though. It is hard to watch our favorite players get get old though. If 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 we're being honest, like it, it's hard. It was hard to watch old Kobe. Hard to watch old Jordan. Hard to watch. Even though Le- LeBron was still a thirty point a night guy this year, the the difficulty at which that it for him to drive right past people where like he used to be able to get to the basket at will. Now he's got to have an angle. He's got to have a little bit of an advantage. That's actually hard to watch. You're like, damn, I'm watching one of the best players of all time, if not the best player of all time. But he's still, he's still, I mean, at 38, he's the best 38 year old. We've Correct. Ever seen. Facts. Um, he's still playing well, but he's, that's the thing. He they need him to be to win this series. They need him to be vintage LeBron, not just star level LeBron. He's played like a star. 24 10 and 9 is what he's averaging this series, which is great. How many games can can he do that though, Chris? Well, he hasn't done he been, can, been LeBron vintage LeBron. He hasn't done it once in this series. I, I, so I know. I'm, I'm sure saying, if he could I, do I think it, he he'd can, have done it. I, I think we're gonna get it in this game. Why tonight. do you wait so long? So I, I don't I don't I don't buy the argument, oh, now he's gonna do it. Well, I mean he might have a great game, but it's not like he hasn't been trying to have great games. Yes. He's but he the just question hasn't is how many games dominate. can he do it though? So so he let's, hasn't done it once so in let's three. Say, I don't say it. So so let's say that out of sheer necessity and fear of losing, he's like, the, the I got to give it to and you. fear of losing should have kicked in. And LeBron's smart enough, been around the block enough, where he's not going to wait till you're down 3-0 to yeah. feel sheer necessity. Well, they needed that at, at the end of game three because they that fell right. apart. And at, he didn't yeah. give it to him. so that's my point. This is LeBron now. It's, that's not, it's not come, again, he might have a great game tonight. But that LeBron of 2020, 2018, where he was just going to take over, put the team on his back, and get a win, that is not happening. We got Gary Washburn, the Boston Globe National NBA writer, joining us in a moment. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Friend of the show does a fantastic job covering the NBA for the Boston Globe. We welcome in the great Gary Washburn. What's up, brother? What's up, guys? How you doing, man? We are good, man. And, and, and Simple question, Gary. What in the world is going on with the Celtics? How do you explain this? Yeah, Chris. Um, first of all, I go way back with George. Okay, I covered him at Fillmore High School. Oh wow! Yeah. So could he really hoop? Now he's told me he was like giving buckets to Gilbert Arenas back. Yeah, in the day. I think that's true. I see him play football mostly though <laughs> under Coach Engelman. So uh, yes. one of the more interesting coaches I've ever covered. Pro college, <laughs> high school, or whatever. You have to ask Georgia, but I'm sure he's got. Some stories about uh, Coach Engelman, but yeah, none of them are appropriate for on air. I, I, I tell you that. <laughs> but uh, man, you know, Chris, it's, it's just like it's one of those things where 
they have been kind of cheating things for a while now. You know, right. let letting Atlanta go to six games, letting Philadelphia go to seven, and, and, and the the mental lapses, the lackadaisical play, the slippage in the fourth quarter, relying too much on a three pointer, and now they play the team that one knows them so well, and the coaching disparity with between Spolster and Joe Mazzulla is so large. And then also Miami is playing at an unbelievable level. Like no one envisioned, I mean, the Heat were a team that was middling above 500 all year, barely above 500. They were just up and down, injuries. They couldn't score the one of the worst offenses in the NBA. And now they're looking like the 2015 Warriors. Like they can't be stopped. I mean, they're shooting 48% from the three-point line in the series. It's just, it's incredible their turnaround. So you combine a team that you know, and we're always told, Chris and George, like you know, teams can't flip the switch. You got to play well at the right. end of the season. You can't turn it on like that. Nobody's capable of that. Well, here we are. They flipped the switch, and then combined with the Celtics just not having a real identity on the defensive side. And when they miss shots, they're not the same team. They just don't defend like they did before. Gary, and and it was asked of Missoula at the press conference last night. I read your article today in the Globe. Has he lost this locker room, Missoula? It's it's close. I think that it's a couple things, and it's not all his fault. They lost. Okay, we all know they lost Ime Udoka. They also right. lost Will Hardy from last year's staff, who obviously had a great year coaching the Utah Jazz, first-year coach. And then in the middle of the season, they lost Damon Stoudemire, their only really NBA-experienced coach, to Georgia Tech. And they didn't replace any of those three guys. They did not add another coach. I mean, you know, Chris, you've been around the league so long, and you guys know you need an old head on your staff. You yep. need a dude. You need like an unk. You know, you need an uncle. Yep. You need a – you need a dude who's going to look at them young guys and be like, man, I, I was where you are. You ain't talk, they ain't get away with that with me. It's hard to be 34 coaching 27-year-olds. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's almost damn impossible without an NBA resume, without that, those stripes, you know, without, yep. that, without that experience. And I just think that him not having a lot of experience, him being set in his ways, some of the players probably feel like, man, this is how we should win. Or and other players thinking like they should play more. It's just kind of brewed into a real, uh, I don't say toxic, but just a real difficult environment where they know they're good, but they just don't always play like it. And I don't know if they have enough faith that Missoula's going to come up with a game plan to get them out of this. Quickly, and then I'll turn it over to George for questioning. Um, it, it it seems from the outside looking in that he might not survive this. Uh, what's your take on the situation? Well, a week ago, I would have said there's no way, even during the Philadelphia series, I would have thought there was no way that they, they would make a move, a coaching change. No way. I would have thought no. Now I'm not so sure. And I think ownership could take over because this is what you have to consider, guys. This team is built to win a title now. Right. Now, this was supposed to be the year. In their eyes, they should be headed to Denver next week or whenever Denver closes out. They should be them and the Nuggets in the finals, and they feel like they are the best, and they're the best, team, best record in the NBA of any of the playoff teams left. This is supposed to be their year. So now you're dealing with a team that's built to win now. 
do you allow Missoula to come back and, and hope that he makes a big jump from his first to his second year where he can where he can lead this team? Do you add an assistant coach to his staff? Do you add the old head? Do you give him more reinforcements? Or do you look at the coaches on the market, the Monty Williams and the Nick Nurses, the guys who have been there, and go, we need a plug, a guys to just plug in, and we, we trust him to lead our guys because he's done it before. And that's what they're going to have to ask themselves because mm-hmm. you don't know what kind of jump Missoula is going to make, but you also know you want to take advantage of this window with Tatum and Brown think and thinking, okay, if, it, if we didn't win it this year, if you're the Celtics, next year is the year. Right. Uh, and you guys were on with Gary Washburn, Boston Globe National NBA writer. Now, when when you look at this Celtics team and really if they lose, and especially if they get swept, what is the future of this team? You already talked about Joe M- Mazzula, but how about Jalen Brown? And he's got one more year on his contract, but he's extension eligible. So how do they handle that, especially with the coaching situation? Yeah, it's tough, George, because Jalen is eligible – for the five-year, $295 million extension. Now, hypothetically, let's say the Celtics sign him to that deal. And I don't know if it, it might be just for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, he would be the highest-paid player in the NBA by oh. salary because Nikola Jokic makes 270 on his deal. That's the most – now, deals are coming up, and Jason Tatum's due for 318 So there's it could, it could, it could be a week. But, you, but you're paying now – a guy who is struggling mightily, uh, you're making him the highest-paid player in the league and who is second-team All-NBA for the first time. So do you make that type of commitment? If not, do you offer him 5 and 250 instead of 295 where you're talking about fifty, you know, average of $50 million a year? I don't know who's going to turn that down. Oh, that's not an insult to me. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? Um but you don't know how he feels about whether he feels like I need to be Max. Some of these guys, you know, Max is a status symbol. So you got to figure out what to do with Jalen Brown. And then you have to figure out with the roster, do you just run it back with the same coach and the same players? What tweaks do you make? Um, do you get a couple of tough guys that they're being out physical and out tough in this series? They need some more dogs. Do you bring in some dogs? Do you bring in some guys who, you know, some is, is, as Doc Rivers once told me, every great team needs at least one crazy guy on the team. And <laughs> do you bring in a couple of crazy guys? You know, do yeah. you bring in a couple of guys that are just, you know, the, the Ron Artez, you bring in some guys that ain't going to take no mess. They're right. not going to take that stuff from Jimmy Butler. They're not going to let guys talk in there. They're not gonna, that's not going to happen. You bring in kind of a Draymond type of guy, right? A fierce competitor. Because I think that's what they're. I think the, the talent is there. The fierceness might not be. Well, so they have to just decide how they want their roster to lay out. Well, I I, I want to go over to the Miami Heat for a second because I'm wondering, Gary, if if the way that this team has been built is now going to change the oh let's cha- let's trade for the superstar big name because of the success they, they've been able to have with Eric Spolstra, with a roster of guys who were undrafted. Is this going to change some of the building blocks uh, or the, you know, the ideas on how to build a championship team? Yeah, George, I think it's interesting because now 
And I think we're kind of getting out of it, the whole superstar league. you got to have two, at least two or three superstars. you got to have two or three all-stars. Right. Now, and Miami just works so hard to develop their guys. I mean, they just they have a culture. That people, uh, people get sick of hearing about the heat culture and heat system, but they, they work with guys, and they got, have guys in the, the off-season program, their conditioning and all that, to where guys like Gabe Vincent, you know, who, who played at UC Santa Barbara, um, and Max Struess, who played at DePaul, and Duncan Robinson, who transferred from D3 Williams College to Michigan, um, you know, all undrafted, end up making impact in big playoff games. And so I do think, George, that does change. And then you, on the flip side, you look at Denver. You know, how many all-stars are around Nikola Jokic? None. Jamal Murray is your best player who is probably an all-star. But you got Bruce Brown, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Aaron Gordon. you got a bunch of guys who know their roles. I think the one thing, the difference in this Miami-Boston series is everybody on the Heat knows their role. That is not the case in Boston. Who's the number one guy? Whose turn is it to score? Like It's Jimmy's team, and everybody else feeds off that. And that is a great way to go for that team. That works for them. Gary, before you go, we got about 30 seconds for your answer. And I want to go back to Jalen Brown. Is he all in on staying there? I mean, I know he wants the extra money if he can get it. But, you know, there a month or two ago, it was all these articles. He was talking about, you know, he didn't like his name and trade rumors and things like that. So is he all in on being there? Or do you think he, he might want a new start somewhere? I think he's probably pondering that. But I also think if he feels like the, the organization makes a financial commitment to him, and says you're part of our future. Here's a five-year deal. Now, if it's two ninety-five or two thirty-five, but something where he is—he's got the generational wealth thing going. I think obviously he commits to that because he can't get anything but a four-year deal out of the market. Right. So right. the Celtics have the keys. They have the the, the power here, but they need to show him. And I think he wants them. He wants a commitment for him that hey, hey you're part of. You know, you're just right next to Tatum. You are part of what we want to do into the 2000, late 2020s, maybe early 2030. All right. That's our man Gary Washburn. Check his stuff out daily in the Boston Globe. Great stuff, brother. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Peace. All right. Uh, we talked Lakers. Let's talk Nuggets. Who's been their MVP? That's next. I couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, it's the Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, George Reister's in for Rob Parker. We're live from the tirerack.com studios. And George, first of all, you sounded in the opening segment like you are giving the Lakers a good chance to come back and win this series. Is, am I overstating that? Did you say that? good? Yep. No, I'm not giving them a good chance to come back. Am I giving them a chance? Yes. I mean, On a you, scale be, of 1 to 10, what? what? Oh, this is a, a, a ten, 10 being the best chance possible, yep. one, 1 being the least chance possible. I'm going to give it a 2 and a half. That's the pretty only, good, though. That's 25%. Listen. How the, about zero? <laughs> you, I mean, I'm just saying. You can't give them, and the, I see, them see, to win it in hold, seven. Hold on. But, the, is the, the, the reason why you cannot give them zero is because we have seen, and, and you've seen enough sports, I've seen enough sports, we've seen the unthinkable, the impossible happen. And and granted, the unthinkable and the impossible do not happen very often. This has never happened. Cor- correct. A team How, however, and oh, when you and and, and, and until class. Virginia lost to UM, uh, that was Baltimore County, Maryland. That that had never that happened. Was one either. game that wasn't I, four. That's the point. Is that is that Chris? Is that there are things, and, and God forbid anybody gets gets injured, that there is anything abnormal that does happen. But but let's say the Lakers win win game four, win game five, sprained ankle here. The, it, it it that those are the type of things I am. And granted, it is to that point where it feels like that there needs to be something 
outside of the norm to to uh, happen. But as long as you have a chip and a chair, you still have a shot because all of these games are are one one at a time. And I remember when I was back playing in the NFL, when the Yankees were playing against the Boston Red Sox, no team in baseball had ever come back from from down 3-0. It's happened in hockey. It 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 is just extremely rare. Can it happen? Yes. Is it likely to happen? No. Do I expect that to happen? No. All However, right, well, let, let, I'm glad you let's get back to the realm of reality. All right. Uh, or Earth, both feet on the ground, gravity, all that stuff. All right. <laughs> um, who they now have a Western Conference and an Eastern Conference finals MVP. If you had to give it to a Nuggets player right now, would that be, and you, you, we got only two minutes left for the segment, but would it be Nikola Jokic or Jamal Murray in your estimation? Jamal Murray. Because and, and granted, that is no slight to the great job, the triple double that, that Jokic right. has been putting up, right? But Jamal Murray has elevated his game to a different level that and and his shot making has been the difference between them winning and losing. That that of course Jokic, his passing and all this stuff has been good. He's rebounded the ball extremely well, but Jamal Murray shot making alone has been the difference between them winning and losing. He won he in the fourth quarter of game two, that was his alone. <laughs> and then no, when and when the rest that. of the team was shooting poorly in game three, he was like, No, no, no problem. Quarter, I give you 30 half. at half. I, I hear you. And and whoever wins it, whether it's Murray or Jokic, they I'm not gonna be mad because yeah. they both have been phenomenal. Um, and I, I look, I, I was leaning the same as you, uh, but when I really delved into it, I, I, I give Jokic a slight advantage because everything, as you know, runs through him. Yes. Everything. Like, I mean, he is the point guard. He is the center. He shoots threes. He's averaging the triple doubles. You said 27, 15 and 11 assists. Leads the series in rebounds and assists. And the rebounding, that's been a huge key, George, is Denver's yeah. dominance on the backboards. And he has more offensive rebounds than anyone in this series. And they've out-rebounded the Lakers offensively 31-20. to 20. So I think I'd give Jokic the slight edge, but will not be in the least bit bothered if Jamal Murray gets it. We got two hours left. Lock it, odd couple. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.